0: Hello and welcome to Living A Broadcast, a podcast about where people are from, how they got here and what they're doing now. I'm James. I'm Mikey. And
1: hello, I'm Eric. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a delay there. Yes. How you going, bud? I'm Ca- doing great.
0: Calling in once again. Once again. Yes. From sp- calling
1: in
2: from good old Europe.
0: Español still. Yes. But yeah. How's yeah, that going? I'm
2: in, uh, up in uh, northern Spain now.
0: Very good. Nice. And what was yeah. the uh, what's the the city slash town that you're in?
2: It's in uh, San Sebastian, Spain. Very. S- so is
1: that on the the east the east northeast right?
2: Yeah, it's a little more northeast. We're um, really close to France. Okay. Actually, just close to like southwestern France.
0: Okay. Very nice. Yes. Um, you, are you. You. the
2: you... uh, Basque country.
0: And you guys are going to do. That's it's you're going to Portugal, right, at some point.
2: We thought about it, but I don't think that's on the agenda
3: anymore.
0: Uh, well, I was thinking about it the other day. It's gone really quick since coming to your place. You had, yeah, that map folded right out and just kind of picking off your places. So, um, yeah, it's yes. ni- nice. that now it's uh, it's a reality. You are out there. And last time we chatted, you were you had more of the trip to go than you had yes. than you had been away. I think now we're right in that bang smack bang in the middle.
2: We crossed the halfway point threshold, I think, three days ago.
0: It's a bit depressing. So,
2: yeah, a little bit, a
1: little bit. You're I mean, depressing for James and me, because yeah. yeah. it means <laughs> you're coming <Yeah>. back <laughs> soon. Now the days are somewhat numbered, Okay, but, we're just uh, completely so, talking so over the top of each other now. Three so. So. Still three countries ahead of us.
2: Slagging <laughs> him off. That I haven't been to, so.
1: Can he hear us? Is he just not realising that we're talking? You can hear us all right there, mate. <laughs> so you got three countries left. Okay, very
0: good. yes. James, yeah. what have you been up to? Well, it's uh, the weather has turned. We're in rain. Shit, isn't yeah, it? Let's it, be let's, honest. Let's don't, yeah, we won't be around the bush. It's uh, it's shit. Um, but yeah, we've uh, been out there. Got myself a new camera, so I've been right back into the into photography mode, capturing the autumn colours. What's your what's oh, your awesome. choice of photography? Well, yeah, I've got the uh, an old Nikon. It's a seventy one hundred, and quite a big jump up from what I had before. I had a little Basic kind of Sony SLR, but it got me through uni. as a you know best friend of mine. You know, as sad as that sounds.
1: We were briefly talking because Eric James was saying he bought his last camera eleven years ago. So he <laughs> said that the technology has changed quite a bit in eleven years ago. Wow.
0: Yeah, it's because I imagine so. It's because it was my university camera. So when I started my degree, it was like, yeah, we're gonna um, go for photography, and I did a lot of darkroom stuff. But the the SLR I had, it was. It was great to me at the time, 10.2 megapixel, and you know, so bringing out the big guns. And then
1: when he was born, cameras weren't even around (laughs) at all, so it's been a
0: huge jump from that. I've seen the advent of uh, photography. Hey, Eric,
1: speaking of photography, I thought you were going to, like, you know, update the Living a Broadcast Instagram with some photos, not a single one in a month of travel. Not a dicky bird.
2: I really should. I've been updating my own Instagram
1: stories a lot. Yes, I've seen that, yeah. Bloody hell. Oh,
0: well. But
2: i should i should do
0: that <laughs> yeah, well, like now more than halfway through yeah and still uh has, did you get your postcard mikey oh
1: okay, you know what tomorrow. yeah you guys <laughs> both got
2: postcards on the way so. um
1: i might have got it uh when my old housemate moved out um he had the letterbox key he was in charge of collecting the mail and um okay he gave me the key, which I have misplaced. So oh. um, I haven't been able to get into my post box um, as of yet. Um, mm. so, <laughs> I'm sure it's in there. Is it a time concern? Do I have to read it? You know, does it matter if I get it in a couple of months, Eric, when I get around to checking the post box? Not at
0: all. Okay, great. Thank <laughs> Not time sensitive. Yeah, he wants you to take a nice photo of you holding it. You didn't send the- it
1: with like a wad of cash for me or anything, did you?
2: No, 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 no. Okay. It's a postcard.
0: It's not even in an envelope. Uh, okay, just threw it in there. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, good stuff. Yeah.
2: Uh, threw it the Polish Polish post box.
1: Excellent. Well, I I send you a um, a weather of the Vancouver forecast, didn't I? Just to make you feel a bit better. But it looks like it's better it better weather in better weather in Spain.
2: Well. You know, we had a week of rain forecasted for the entire time we were up north, but I woke up to what said it was going to be a rainy day and not a cloud in the sky.
1: Oh, that's, that's nice. That's what you want. I went
2: for a nice walk on the beach. Uh, tried some pinchos up here in northern Spain, which. Uh, are you guys familiar with pinchos?
0: I am not. No. Enlighten us.
2: So, it's a style of food in northern Spain. It's tapas, but. They serve it at the bar, so you'll walk into a bar there, and there's just this massive spread of food on the bar, and then they're all on like wooden skewers, and you just pay per skewer. So it's usually a euro or two, depending what you grab, and then you just give them to the bartender, and they'll heat them up for you, and then there you go.
1: So so you can so you pay by skewer. So you could cram as much yep. food as possible on one skewer. <laughs> If no, you to. like it, everything is on its own skewer, so you just are grabbing it. You're not skewering it yourself. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that would be more fun if you're going around a table just <laughs> just stabbing and skewering yeah, everything you want. I mean, I'll have one of those. Be, one of those. That would one, be one of those. Even less food safe than it already is. Yeah, that I, I could imagine that would that would got, get uh, quite aggressive in there between the patrons.
0: There would have been some uh, vegan mm-hmm. options for Mikey out there, some uh, peppers and whatnot. Peppers.
2: Well, Sabine and I have so been pepper talking. on a <laughs> pepper on a skewer. <laughs> that, I mean, I've been. For the most part, trying my best to be a vegetarian on this trip. I have broken a few times, I will admit it. Germany had the ah, best of me. Here's where it comes um, out. You're getting your versed. I had a couple sausages and a <laughs> and pizza. But um, other than that, I actually have been pretty good about not eating meat. But it's even hard to find stuff that doesn't have fish in it here or like heavy cheeses or things like that. Yeah. I, I, I have yet, I've been looking, I've yet to see a vegan pincho. Yeah, oh. I, f-
1: I find um I think Spain would be a tough place to yeah. be honest with their paellas yeah. and mm-hmm. things. It is
2: would that be Spain? harder I think <laughs> yes, than <you're>
1: Germany. <laughs> uh yeah, Germany Germany would be would be tough. I feel like there is I heard some, there is
2: I, a lot of vegan restaurants
3: especially in Berlin.
1: Yeah, I heard there is a big vegan movement in um in Germany yeah. actually. I, I do apologize as well if my voice sounds a bit fucked up. I'm I'm a bit under the weather today. Yeah. I had a long day, Eric. Yesterday, I went out to your hometown.
2: Yeah, I, w- you I went did. abroad,
1: to <laughs> Kelowna.
2: Well, what was it like there? Yep, you you it, finally got to understand where my perspective comes from. You know, being
3: from this
1: foreign place. The the weather the weather was beautiful out there. I got to admit, it wasn't raining like it was in Vancouver, and it is it is very nice out there. I'd been before, but um. No smashed windows. No. No, no smashed windows. I had everywhere I walked, my my eyes were straight to the ground looking for that SD card. I thought <laughs> yeah, maybe oh I'll just God. happen to stumble upon it. I was putting good thoughts out into the universe. Yeah. Couldn't find the lost episode. Looked for the Oko Pogo. Couldn't find him them either. Politically correct. Find one, Eric, you find her- the other. Okay. I bet you the, uh,
2: the Oko Pogo had it.
1: What what gender is the Okapogo, Eric? Um, here we go. I don't know. Undetermined. Nobody nobody's
2: gotten a good enough look at it to, gener- you know. to determine gender fluid. It was a
1: bloody brutal drive on the way back down the coca Hola, which is a notoriously tough highway to drive. It was pitch black, pissing down with rain. It was uh, it was probably one of the most strenuous activities I've performed. Quite some time since university. I think that's why I woke up ill. Yeah, I think well, the, the stress. stress of it has made me ill. I think that's I what's don't, happened.
0: Don't doubt it. Yeah, Eric, you must have some Coca-Cola stories out there.
1: Oh, yes. Um,
2: I've had to brave that highway in the winter many times, so I'm usually coming home for Christmas or things like that, or even like Thanksgiving. I know we just had Canadian Thanksgiving a few times. Yes. We've had to uh, drive that highway, and as early as like. Early October, as you just experienced, Mikey, that thing can be uh, quite treacherous. Yeah, it was. I, um,
1: it's it's snowing on there today, so I'm oof, thankful that yeah. I missed the snow. But yeah. but the rain, like my windscreen wipers, I it was at full, like the the fastest setting, and it still wasn't getting rid of the water quick mm-hmm. enough.
0: Like I needed an extra <laughs> setting. Yeah, well, it was, uh, it was nuts. Well, last Thanksgiving, uh, me and Laura took a trip out to the Okanagan. We stayed out in Vernon for a little bit. And that was the fateful drive back on the Coquihalla where our alternator decided to break. Oh, so, good, yeah. Place. Yeah, good place. Good place for that to happen. Yeah, exactly. And when Mikey says that, the lashing rain, exactly what we we're dealing with, just pelting us. And then the wipers going to a crawl... So everything electric in the car, the, uh, the radio that we had to turn off, the, even the clock display started to flash. Um, the engine light came on, and we were on this crazy highway. No wipers. I couldn't even wind down the electric window so we could see out of the window because so, it was pitch black as well, um, and then started to snow. So we were like, oh we've got to just get out of this, get out of here. And, uh, yeah, pulled over. The only place we could do it, because it was just cliff all the way at the point we were at, uh, was a, uh, the truck slowdown area. Where they've got oh to the emergency runaway lane. Yes, oh the, only pl- the first place we had possible it was like right. This is not safe. Like we've got to get the hell out of here. Um, pulled over, and then the car just stalled and would not turn back on. So that was the resting place. And uh, Thanksgiving. This is on Thanksgiving Day uh, last year, 2018. And yeah, we had to get towed back to Hope. Oh, that would have been pricey. Yeah, hey, getting well, BCAA out there. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, a guy came out there. Happy Thanksgiving, mate. And yeah, had to uh, stay up in hope and have a little extra night in the travel lodge there. And uh, they try. They were really helpful. They tried to uh, you know charge up our battery overnight in case. And then we got the diagnosis the next morning that it was yeah the alternator gone.
1: Damn! Did I tell yeah. you? Did I tell you guys that for the first two years I lived here, I thought it was pronounced O'Canagan. <laughs> no. I called it the Okanagan, and nobody fucking picked me up on it for <sighs> two years.
0: Yeah, just kept, kept it going. And I Okanagan. didn't
1: actually even realise it was an area. I thought it was, like, the only place I saw it was, you know, them really cheap ciders? Yeah, Okanagan The Okanagan the spring, Ciders. Yeah. They, they come in the two-litre plastic bottles. I'd call it, oh, get yeah. us a bottle of the Okanagan. Okanagan? <laughs> Fuck. Um, you
2: thought it was, like, a region of Ireland or something?
1: I just thought it was the name of the cider, <laughs> and I pronounced Okanagan. it the way that I... Yeah, give us a fucking um, But we should say as well, uh, we touched on it there. Happy Thanksgiving to all our listeners. It's a little late. Happy um, Thanksgiving, Happy Thanksgiving to you. last Monday, so four days ago, um, as we record yes. this. Did you celebrate it over there anyway, Eric? Mm,
2: not, uh, not so much. We, uh, True Canadian. We, were mm-hmm. a, uh, we were on a, we were on an eight-hour bus from Barcelona to Madrid that day. And then got um, into Madrid that and then had uh, had some dinner. I think we, we just picked up some noodles that night. Ah
1: sure uh, just- very cultural uh, <laughs> Very very cultural when in Spain the yes. we were staying
2: at had free tapas in Sangria after nine PM so we went down to that and actually uh, actually you know what? And then we met um, we met two people who were from Vancouver. Oh who lived yeah. in Vancouver. Okay.
0: Wow, specifically Vancouver, at, out at, there. Probably...
2: at the hostel, and uh, then we we had some some glasses of red wine at the hostel bar with them.
0: Is it better than the two dollar one you were drinking last time we chatted? Out of the bottle, or the two it euro? About
2: two euro a glass, two... as opposed to two euro a bottle. So
1: <laughs> the, the funny, pa- the funniest part about that whole story is that this the whole of last episode, Eric was drinking out of a bottle, <laughs> straight out of the bottle because he couldn't find a. a a bottle opener and then straight after or no cups that's what it was wasn't it yeah Yeah. of course no cups sorry my brain's not working Jesus Christ no cups and then straight after the recording you sent us a message you had found the cup drawer just after we'd stopped recording
0: it's a healthy selection of cups post episode
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah what did you do for Thanksgiving Jimbo You, you celebrated like a yeah. Like well, an actual Canadian, don't you? Well, get right into the you know, spirit of uh, it.
0: You know these days how uh, assimilated <laughs> I am. Uh, but yeah, the first two years, we were talking about this earlier. Um, first two years, it was just, you know, oh, it's Thanksgiving because it's a different one to the US as well. So, you know, month kind, earlier. Month earlier, and, you know, popular culture dictated growing up that you know i knew all about the u.s thanksgiving just as an ignorant guy coming in thinking it would just be the same day uh, as that one so it, i'm starting to see the thanksgiving cars the turkey you know everything coming up so the first year i was just like oh cool it's thanksgiving and just kind of said happy thanksgiving but you know didn't re- <laughs> didn't, <laughs> didn't, <laughs> didn't care for didn't it care. didn't <laughs> just, it mean yeah, anything yeah, it, it was just the, oh cool they, they're celebrating today um, and then yeah next year something similar uh, but yeah now we're six years in and we've actually got Say about the third year, and um, we started to have a traditional meal with like the same group of friends. So it is like now it's become a tradition, and lots to be thankful for now. And kind of delved into a bit of the history, and so yeah, I actually feel like it's every year now a bit more of a thing to celebrate.
1: Eric, do you know what um, Canadian Thanksgiving is actually all about? Like, do you know how it started? It's a
2: celebration of the harvest, isn't it? It's um... don't ask me. I'm not Canadian. <laughs> it's very
0: similar it to harvest. Really yeah, a, it doesn't
2: really have too much of a specific origin like the u.s fund does like that one's you know signifying the pilgrims landing at uh plymouth rock or whatever in the united states and it's it's got a whole backstory behind it as far as i know the canadian one is more just like a celebration of family and sharing and the fall season and the harvest and blah blah blah
1: i feel like it's an excuse to have a public holiday in October. <laughs> It is, absolutely. It's, it's, it's not but quite as we, bad an excuse as Family Day, Family Day in yeah. BC that we have.
2: That's a made-up made holiday. Jeez.
1: Thanksgiving isn't far and behind we, by the
0: sounds of it. Yeah, got to have that stats quota, yeah, feel. Thanksgiving
2: is Thanksgiving is an established North American thing. It's, it's kind of a long-running thing, I and mean, we do our own version of it, whereas Family Day is just a made-up holiday that they introduced here know. so they could have a public holiday in February.
0: I know. Yeah. Well, it's just an excuse for us to have a massive roast dinner, so it's not not going to quite contend with uh, this year's Christmas dinner. But it was a good effort. We had the full spread out there, and yeah, just uh, six of us, a little yeah, you know, the Canadian family kind of getting together.
1: But yeah. very good. Yeah, a few beers. Uh, I went you to went. I went to yeah, what they call the uh, turkey sale, um, which. <laughs> okay. Doesn't have anything to do with turkeys. Yeah. But it's kind
2: of. Yeah, I was, was going to say, that's your own version of having turkey,
1: right? It's a, it's a BC tradition, isn't it? In Vancouver and Whistler, I went to the one in Whistler. It's where they um, sell all of last year's skiing and snowboarding gear for um, some good discounts. So I went there, grabbed a couple of things. My, my, a lot of my snowboarding gear got, got stolen a couple of seasons ago, so I'm slowly trying to replace it.
0: That's right. Yeah, that's, you hadn't talked about that on air, but that must have sucked at the time. That
1: did suck. That yeah. that really did suck. I, I thought I had mentioned it, but maybe not. But basically all my clothing had got s- stolen. So my um, my pants, jacket, a toque, a helmet, and goggles, but they left my snowboard. And they, they stole it out of my car, smashed window. Ah, yeah. Eric can relate to that. And... Uh, yeah. Luckily, there wasn't anything as important as a Living a Broadcast um, episode no, no in my car. Yeah, um, But, uh, yes, yeah, so I've been replacing that. And so I bought this brand new jacket up in Whistler and uh, got it home and uh, found that the, the, the big chunky plastic tag was still on it. You know, that tag that if you try and rip it off yourself, it sprays ink everywhere. So um, now
0: I've got to go back to Whistler to get it... Uh, Get it taken off. It's just a fashion statement. Just start the trend. Everyone just wearing those ink tags around on their uh, yeah. jacket. It's like, cool. Oh, what colour you got, man?
1: That was my Thanksgiving. That was, you know, I spent it by myself shopping. So there you go. They they are funny them sales though because they 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 say like fifty percent off, but it's like an eight hundred dollar jacket yeah. originally, and yeah. now it's like only four hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's how they get you. Crank up the price and give you a heavy discount. But yeah, so you're all kitted out now. Then you've got your. Bindings, board, boots, just the goggles you need. Just
1: need goggles. If anybody wants to give me some goggles out there, if we can get sponsored by like a snowboarding brand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so uh-huh. I think that Burton, if it's not <laughs> that would Smith. Be good. Yeah, get a bit of Smith. Um, hit us up. Living a board cast. Yeah. Oh, very good. I see what you did there, yeah. Eric. Well done. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, stomp
0: pads. We should
2: do, th- we, we should do that. We should uh, record should one. I mean, we've talked about recording at Grouse Mountain for a while. But we should record at a ski resort.
1: Yeah. You I mean cypress size. It's, it's uh, yeah if we can find somewhere nice and quiet that would be good. Certainly plenty of people living abroad up on the up on the mountains.
0: Yeah, you got some living yeah. stuff. That's for
1: sure. Um, and yeah. then one other thing that uh, we need to discuss and uh, when this news came out um, I got bombarded yeah, by people it. on my on my news feed and and on my social Instagram and Social Um and I think it, I think the news came out when we were recording last week yeah. or just before or just During. after or something, so we didn't really we didn't really cover it. Uh, and Eric, I'm sure yeah, you've, seen in, like right yeah, yeah. you've seen it on your like right
0: after. Yeah, you've seen on your social media. Last week. We were tagged by one of our faithful listeners as well. I was tagged by about us. five people. <laughs> yeah,
1: Um but yeah, our favourite bar that we talk about a lot, the Canby, it was due to close at the end of the year, but it has been yes. saved. It is used. no I longer know. closing down. The and
2: broadcast listeners came forward. We had a big protest.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah, is Co- that the one that we was on the on the, streets and the we <laughs> saved yeah that was on the Barad that. on the Barad Bridge last week? If anyone saw the road close? That was the uh, the, that was the protest protest. So, yeah. The Cambi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so cockroaches rejoice. The be is saved.
1: So I'm not too sure. Yes. I'm not too sure how they did it because it was a big uh, it was a big development company, or something wasn't it that. That bought it and they wanted to turn it into retail or some shit but they've yeah. agreed to yeah. keep it around which they should you know it's the oldest bar 122 years old or whatever it is so it's an institution um,
0: it's, uh, made our Mount Rushmore
1: yeah pretty yeah that that was its biggest claim to fame
0: wasn't it <laughs> <Yeah>. so uh, <laughs> yes pretty to, pretty happy to to have that around yeah and we were there not too long ago and it did feel a bit bittersweet that that could have been our last uh, last little gathering at the at the Canby, but now Many more years. Another ahead. place we need to record. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: It's a prime uh, yeah. interview waiting to take place. We'll see how the staff feel about being saved. Probably just get shooed on and told to get out, leave the premises. But Yeah. yeah.
1: Eric used and to be a journalist. He knows how to do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, shoves, shove a microphone into someone's face to, yeah. get, a, to get a news story.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you um, it and from what they've announced, nothing is going to fundamentally change at the can be. Did they say that they're going to close
1: it for renovations at all? or No, I didn't hear anything like that. It's, I think it's going to be pretty much business as, business as usual. It's going to be under, um, you know, same people employed yeah, and all of that. So whether it was just a big publicity stunt, you know, I've got my conspiracy theories, of Again, course. yeah, conspiracy um, corner with Mikey Dutton. <laughs> yeah, it's a good news segment. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, who knows? Huh. Yeah, it was, was going to close down one day. Now it's not, and that's the only change. Suspicious. So, so yeah, very so, suspicious.
2: So, what What we can really pull from this is I should not have got that R.I.P. Canby tattoo.
1: <laughs> no, you should have, because that's cool. And it will close eventually one day, so at, at some stage it will be yeah, relevant.
0: But, but I dated it. I dated
1: it from the opening date all the way oh, to November you can 2019. Just
0: 2019 yeah, so. just, I see. Just put a T <laughs> T in front of it, trip to the Cambi. just, I don't know, doctor it up a little. You can save it. How much yeah. money would it take, Eric, for you to
1: get a uh, the canby logo tattooed on you?
2: Do they have a logo?
0: Yeah, they have a <laughs> fucking logo. Yeah, you don't remember it like I, I can i can picture like it's
2: like
0: an oval shape some... isn't it no, it's just a can
1: hole I in
2: have there a logo? let me take a look how much
1: give us, uh, a, give, us a, give us a give us a an amount that would uh get you a tattoo <laughs>
0: um let's see you could probably get it from one of the the barmen uh, there as well they probably moonlight oh, it's, very, as a...
2: it's very straight up um <laughs> it can be established in 1897
1: answer my question you know, <laughs> How much? I
2: don't know. Uh, Two thousand dollars.
1: yeah! Wow, that's hefty. <laughs> If we different. do a, if we do a bit of a whip round, <laughs> yeah. Where, where, where's the, where's the tattoo going? Uh it's got to be somewhere visible,
0: oh, very visible. I was going to say sole of the foot, but no, no visibility <laughs> there. Uh, no, you never tread on the canby. <laughs> don't tread on me. That's disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, it's that's a little. Insulting, James. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If it was closing Quite down, it part yeah. <laughs> Cut. I'm going to get the angry emails I, now.
2: I get, I get a little candy logo, like, on my forearm or something. I don't know.
0: Okay.
1: Behind the ear. Consider it done. Why don't Why don't you get it when you're in Europe and just trust me that I'll get you the $2,000, okay? Okay. Cool. Go fund me.
2: <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Set up a go fund me. If someone wants to give me two grand, I'll get a stupid candy tattoo.
1: <laughs> Sounds good. Great. Um... What else were we going to discuss? Oh, any, uh, any. uh, We still can't get into the emails, Eric. For Christ's sake,
0: they're all locked up.
1: Have we been getting any, or does it not matter that we haven't been checking them?
3: We got one.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, we did get one. You got it. You got um, it to hand.
2: Yeah, I gotta, I gotta fix that. Um, We got one email. It's just entitled "The French Stick," (laughs) and it's uh, from our friend Caitlin, past guest.
0: Hey Caitlin. Hey Wolf.
2: Yes, shouts out to Wolf, and uh, they said that it's a bit late in the game, but uh, her and Wolf have encountered, well, it says a bit late in the game, but Wolf and I have been enjoying your podcasts on our road trip, missing you guys, but we love hearing your voices, kind of like you're here with us. Anyway, we have proof of the French stick and laughed so hard. (laughs) Love you guys, long time, Wolf and Caitlin.
1: So we should give proper context that they are from Vancouver, well, from Canada, and they're... Uh, living abroad in Australia, yes. and so we mentioned on a past and, uh, episode that, Wolf's not French. that a, <laughs> yes, definitely not. Uh, yeah, from time to time, Australians will refer to a baguette as a French stick. And James, you revealed that you guys say as
0: well. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a, a day I was out sick, and I heard you guys, yeah. Eric, laughing about the French stick, and I was like, yeah, that was just that's just what we call them in England too. Every Saturday, get a French stick in and uh, hit up the Herne Bay Market.
1: Okay. They, the, <laughs> there you go. I love how UK uh, UK is just tries to be so like non Europe. They're like <laughs> yeah. fuck calling it a the baguette. Yeah, yeah. Fuck the French. <laughs> but you got. But the name, you do say it. the name the in French. it. French. Yeah, so, got yeah. A French
0: stick. Never that's, knew any different. That's a good point. But yeah, that's it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we had their farewell thing at the Canby, actually. So uh, thanks for the email, guys.
1: Apparently you can't remember it. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, they sent me. Caitlin and Wolf sent me something. I put on my Instagram if, if anybody wanted to cover anything. Uh, Wolf mentioned that at some stage we should um, talk about long-distance relationships in terms of living abroad when one person's living abroad and the other person is not. Yeah, And so I think that's um, a good idea for a future guest if we can uh, get somebody who's perhaps
0: yes. in that situation. Well, Nadim actually, what? one of our former guests, he's got a long-distance relationship. But we didn't Jeez, get to that. He's kept that on the down <laughs> I know. Well, I met her, and she's you know a lovely girl. And I was like, oh cool, you're hanging out with your girlfriend tonight. He's like, oh no, she doesn't live here. So, uh, <laughs> so where does she live? Uh, I'm I, I'm not quite sure, but I know she's she's not uh, not from around here.
1: Uh you don't mean like she just lives in like
0: Surrey <laughs> yeah, she's or Langley, Kelowna, Kelowna girl? <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah. but yeah, she's definitely long distance. At least you know provincial. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah.
3: I actually
2: might have some guests in mind too. Uh, The friends I've been spending time with in Barcelona um, they met here in Spain and then my friend, she's originally from the Okanagan, (laughs) and um, she had to go home, like she's been living in Spain for three years but she had to go home for I think ten months um, out of one of those years for a little while to sort stuff out so they ended up
0: long distance
2: because of that.
0: Were they, so it uh,
2: wasn't really. They weren't really abroad because they were both in their home cities. But they yeah, met but, uh, while she was abroad. And, okay,
0: interesting. Yeah. How long? Do you know how long they were uh, with each other before she had to go back? Like, was it a? Was it kind I, of early I days? Don't know, I don't know specific time. Well, no, um, just just saying. They just, were living
2: together, I believe.
0: Okay, yeah, just saying, like you know, it makes a difference if you met someone abroad and you have known each other a couple of months, and then you try to keep the relationship going, or if you've got an established relationship and then it's like, oh, by the way, I'm going to have to step out. It's definitely makes all the difference. You, um,
2: all those questions and more might be answered if we yeah, ever have you've, on. F- you've yeah.
1: dabbled, you've dabbled, haven't you, Jimbo? Yeah, in well, the long distance thing, it's
0: an unintentional long distance that. We, well, well, we'll get into this another time, really, uh, but I, when I left to go to Canada, that uh, I had a, she's actually here now, and has become a permanent resident since, funnily enough, um, but it, uh, at first, when I had to leave the UK, um, had a, a, a girl that I didn't, expect her to move over to Canada at that time and uh, and of course she she made a we made the tough decision not to have that but once I moved out here and we started chatting again and uh, yeah she decided to come out and visit and then yeah still here now as a PR so we had a bit of a long distance but it wasn't really it was it was an unusual situation Mm. yeah it wasn't it was established but then we're broken up and then it was like let's start it again but just because we missed each other so it's one of those things right
1: how long you were you away um,
0: I had left the December of 2012 and then yeah I say it was started talking late April while okay. I was out here and then yeah it's like why don't you come and see because we just yeah missed each other and then started things going and then once we we're out here it's like she didn't actually like Canada that much, didn't like Vancouver that much. So, mm. and, uh, yeah, you, you know, yeah, I know, you know Fucking me, bitch. yeah, you know me, uh, pro Vancouver and no, she's, she's just listening. like, yeah, she's probably, uh, yeah, she, I
1: wonder why Wolf asked this question actually.
0: <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what, what's
1: Wolf planning, was he? <laughs> 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 um, and then also Caitlin, um, are they not doing anything in Australia? They're spending all their time messaging us. Because she sent (laughs) me another message. She said, um, we should discuss um, travel insurance when you live abroad and when you travel as well. Eric, something I want to ask you. Did you bother getting travel insurance?
2: Well, funny story. The day before (laughs) we were about to leave, I looked into travel insurance and then was reminded by my girlfriend that – Travel insurance might be included with benefits. Uh, I'm on the medical benefits at work, and I spent way too long on the phone calling about five different phone numbers uh, trying to inquire with um, our benefits provider if uh, travel insurance is covered. And find out found out that I get uh, coverage through that, so oh, it worked out. Sure. And I also get uh, five thousand dollars worth of cancellation.
1: Okay. Insurance for travel. What about Sabine? Does um, she have to get her own. She
2: is covered through her family's. So, but I I don't even cross the border into the states without travel insurance.
1: Oh yeah, it's all about yeah, board. it's um, it's uh, extremely risky Were to do asked, that. Mike, I had to.
0: Huh? I was just going to say, were you asked about that on your way into Canada That because you, you had to have it as part of your get your work permit, right? Yeah,
1: so when, I guess, the, the work permit that James and me got, the the IEC work visa at first, you, you're required to have travel insurance that uh, lasts you the entire length of your visa. So for us Australians and other countries where you can get a two-year visa, it can be quite tough because travel insurance companies don't really provide two-year policies they'll That's only right. provide it for 12 months so you've got to purchase two separate policies and uh they say that you have to show it on entry to canada and from what i've heard it's it's 50 50 yeah whether they ask for it or not for exactly. me they asked for everything that was on the list <laughs> and for other people they they won't ask for for different things um,
0: interesting. How about you? Uh, yeah, it's interesting. How it fluctuates like that because I was also one of just like you, grilled on every single one. But it's the people that get told like, "Oh, don't worry about that. They, they're not going to ask for anything," and mm. then they come woefully underprepared. That that that's what. Uh, that's
1: I mean, it would just be so silly to to come underprepared. Like yeah. you should just honestly print everything off. um I know one thing. You know, you have got to show proof of finances. That was know, another one. I know yeah. when I applied. You had to have, um, what, I think $5,000? $5, $5,000. $5, yeah. So, you know, this is where I was a little bit unprepared. I thought, okay, well, you know, if they ask me, I'll just get up on my mobile uh, yeah. banking app and, and and show them. But, you know, I got to the airport and my phone wasn't working. I, I didn't have internet. I had trouble getting onto the, the Vancouver in, um, airport Wi-Fi and uh, it took me ages. So you know if I'd been more prepared I would have printed out my last statement and had it on paper you know you should have a backup for mm-hmm. for all them things as much as possible digital and paper copies of everything um yeah, when, w- when you're doing things like that for sure
0: I went to the uh, the ATM at the airport on the way out and got my little balance slip like just a little receipt out of the thing and then just showed them that and because I was thinking it is one of those oh, things Oh good idea Yeah because I was told oh don't worry about that it's, they might ask it but they usually don't and again you just gotta come over prepare bring doubles of everything if Fuck, you need i didn't
1: need. even <laughs> ask to go to the atm that would have been <laughs> yeah.
0: so smart just go and get the balance so yeah that was on my way out and then but that was honestly it was one of those things i just had the the thought on the way out because i i also had a little screenshot of the the uh the amount as well but i was like how can they tell that's real like just yeah. could have been phot- photoshop these days but um, yeah,
1: well, as you said, Eric, going into the US, that's one of my biggest fears is to like get injured or sick and have to pay just like thousands of dollars in medical bills. Yeah, which just, um, yeah
2: it's, it's actually super cheap, like there's BCAA, which is like a local like private insurance provider or whatever, and I got a policy out when I went to Portland earlier this year, I knew I was going to be ATVing, so definitely risk of injury and things like that, and accessible. got a little policy and it was like twenty dollars for four
1: days or something oh wow that's that's really good it's worth doing yeah it was super reason
2: super reasonable
1: like I remember and five, mil- five million five million dollars of coverage or something I, I remember uh, one time I went down uh, with my ex-girlfriend and we were just going down to Seattle for for the night but we were gonna planning to sleep in Ida station wagon we we're just gonna sleep mm-hmm. in the car and uh, she's like insanely allergic to certain nuts. Oh, no. And um, she's eating this... Uh, we're actually driving around, like, the neighborhoods, looking for somewhere to park and, and sleep for the night. And she's eating this protein bar and she starts coughing and she can get, like, anaphylactic, you know, her throat starts to swell up. And, uh, and like, we both start freaking out. And um, she didn't have travel insurance. And I'm like, fuck, if we go to the hospital... You know, it's going to be so expensive. And uh, and I was like, listen, I think we should just go. It's, it's best to go. And she's like, no, it's going to cost me a fortune. You know, like, let's just wait it out. And I'm like, it's not really a thing to wait <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, galactic like, shock. You yeah. know, just, just not, chill out. not a great thing to wait around. But anyway, we went to the uh, the hospital, the university hospital there in in Seattle. And we parked in the underground parking. And we just kind of just sat in the car waiting to see if she would stop breathing or not. Oh. Like right right next to the, the entrance <laughs> to the emergency. So if it did happen, I could just rush her in easily. And uh, it was so fucking stressful. God. And then we were in this underground parking at the emergency room. And uh, it was like pretty quiet down there. And we are like, oh. Also, a great place to park and sleep for the night. <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up, it doubled up we ended up sleeping in the uh, the hospital underground parking, and it served as uh, a good peace of mind as well, seeing the situation. But after that incident, that there, there is no way I would go anywhere without travel insurance. Um, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, that is scary. And yeah, when you woke up the next morning, just gave her a little shake and making sure that.
1: Yeah, made sure she wasn't blue. And <laughs> yeah. uh we, yeah. yeah, we oh, were
0: all good. That's terrifying but eating a protein bar like not, you know, just I guess a different type of nut that she wasn't It's pretty,
1: pretty dumb. No, she just didn't read the ingredients properly. Uh. Well, I was it's thinking about stupid.
0: on the last yeah. flight over here. I was thinking about severe nut allergies. Like you know how they sometimes make the announcement: okay, no peanuts will be served on this flight. Some um, people
1: can't even breathe. Yeah, like
0: if there's nuts the around them. Yeah, and it's the dust coming up into that same air. And what if someone's just you know got their music on and don't hear okay, no peanuts on this flight, and then they've got a little protein bar in their bag and just open it up, and that's all it would take. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Just it's, it's fucked. How they, how they I mean, I'm it. sure
1: they would have like EpiPens. And yeah. Things on board for yeah. anaphylactic reactions, they do, they That's have all um, that
0: stood standing by, but it's just such a hard thing to regulate. And I guess it is quite, it doesn't, it used to be rare, but now it seems to be more prevalent that people have these severe anaphylactic reactions. Oh, it,
1: it is. I was reading something about uh allergies becoming more and more um prevalent, yeah. Like my nieces and nephews, they 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 have allergies to things. Um, one, I think he's outgrowing his nut allergy i think and uh one of them estelle she she can't she's allergic to eggs Uh, and like there's like egg extract in like so many different things yeah being on my diet i read a lot of packages and i i read a lot of things where it's like you don't expect egg in like you know something and then whoop, there it is the last thing on the ingredients yeah so it can be really scary but yeah i think just i don't know i don't know what it is i guess um
0: they're not exposed to it as as young younguns, so it's the thing with what? peanut allergies, especially. It's because you know some when kids are growing up, they're exposed to peanuts at a very young age. Now they're not getting exposed to it till they're like ten or eleven, and that's when you haven't got they're, they're basically the the uh, system goes into shock and rejects this yeah. new protein that they haven't they haven't been introduced to. It's just a
1: yeah, yeah. just our immune systems are
0: yeah weak. Uh, Eric, sounds. you you have yeah. your Eric, are you allergy free over there? Oh, I'm allergic to bees, but
3: if uh, they sting me, but um, it's Be anaphylactic. we talk about the foodborne
2: allergies in the context of like traveling and stuff like that, where you're going to have to uh, work around other languages.
1: Absolutely. With your, uh, oh.
2: with your food issues too, <laughs> like you know, I, I was talking about the pinchos earlier. They're just out on the bar, like there's no ingredients list there, and even True. if you have something like, if you're even a vegan or something, like. Um, for vegan stuff, you could probably tell just by eyeballing it, but you can't tell like if you, you know, what kind of stuff has meat or like uh, other allergens or whatever.
3: You yeah.
0: got onion boy over here as well. Absolutely. Like no, no, anaphylactic yeah. reaction for me, but allergic to all kind of onion.
1: Have we talked about this on um, <laughs> on air?
0: No, no. Uh,
1: it's such a weird no. thing to be. Allergic to James is allergic to onions, <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, red being the most severe, um, but I, there's been a few new discoveries as I got older as well, like leek. I had no idea, leek, part to. of the onion family, part of the family sure. but garlic is too. And it's uh, and I'm luckily not allergic to garlic because I love garlic, yeah. Whereas, that'd suck. yeah. Whereas uh, onion, it, at least it Do is. Do you like onion? Uh, I, I don't mind the flavor. So, like, if it's okay. boosting up a sauce or something. Um, but that's when I'm in trouble. So, it's like if, if I enjoy the flavor, it's not long enough to, you know, really savor it.
1: So, if you're going to like a, an Italian restaurant, you got to ask what's in the pasta and sauce, you the, know. And quite yeah. often there will be onion in it. And right? it's the
0: most annoying thing because onions, so it's not like, hey, I've got a peanut allergy and, you know, it's instant taken seriously. It's just like they've snuck it in not even knowing it's not even worthy of listing on the ingredient list. So, I'll be looking at menus and it'll say, oh, it's got. You know all the ingredients separately, but it just won't even list onion. So yeah. now I have to ask for no onion on anything, and I just feel like this ultra fussy guy. And well, like, yeah, there pe- no onion on it. people anything.
1: are going to so think you're just being picky, right? Yeah, they're and, probably uh, thinking, well, he can just pick out the fucking onion himself. Yeah, bloody
0: drama queen, and, and that's it. It's like, I, I, and I've been burned many times. Like, I, I won't ask for onion, uh, no onion on like a you know a, a fried breakfast or something, and the the eggs will come covered in green onion as garnish. So I have to send it back, oh, and fuck. then I'm left with like yeah. you know my friends or Laura just. Uh, already got their food I've, you know please start it's my my issue yeah. here <laughs> you yeah send it back and then i just imagine the chef's going what the fuck and
1: just well like, even if you buy something like a poutine obviously uh, quite often they have like little the green oh, yeah. onions sprinkled on on yeah. top of it and things like that green
0: onion is now the bane it used like, to be the red's easily avoidable the green like i don't
1: like pickles like i don't like pickles in my burgers but i I'm i'm too embarrassed to ask for a burger with no pickles because I'm right. worried they're going to think I'm fussy. It's so yeah. stupid. And for you, you can pick So I pick, pick it out myself. Yeah,
0: and that's the thing. Some people, I think that reaction is like, can't you just scrape the onion off? But that's the trouble. I can't. I'm I'm, I'm that allergic to it that, yeah, if I scrape it off, all I can taste is onion. It's like um, a, a blood of uh, drop of blood to a shark type thing. If someone's got onion over the room, I can, I'm that sensitive to it. I can smell it. So I'm just there like, you know, and wow. it's just ridiculous. So, So James is not like an ogre, He's not like an onion. Not like an onion. <laughs> no. Doesn't have many layers. No. Well, it's funny. I just think, yeah, exactly. I just think of, uh, like the, you know, you're talking about when you're traveling with an allergy like that. I know uh, nut allergies so I can often wear a silver chain with a little peanut around there. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Just yeah, a little yeah. identifier. I've got the onion, uh, the onion necklace. Yeah. Do you? No. no. <laughs> oh, my God. That <laughs> yeah. would have been great. Yeah, just a little onion. Well, it's like no. you guys probably know. I know
1: Eric definitely knows that I hate, uh, hate cilantro. Can't oh, yes. stand it. I'm 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 part of the ten percent of the population that that just cannot deal with cilantro or coriander, mm-hmm. as we call it in Australia. Do you guys call it coriander? Coriander. Coriander. Yeah, never. Um, I can't stand it. And a lot of places will ask. They started. Ask, I, I'd say, you know, no coriander on it. And they go, oh, is it an allergy or you just don't like the taste? Mm. And if you say you just don't like the yeah. taste, they're kind of just, you know, you'll still find little bits in there that they, they don't pick it out as good. But if you say an allergy, they take it seriously. So now quite often I say I'm allergic, allergic. to coriander <laughs> or cilantro just to make sure that uh, it's not, uh, there's nothing on there. Because for me, if I have just the tiniest bit of cilantro in a ruined. meal, yeah. it's ruined. It just the whole meal taste of soap. Yeah, so, oh, I was um, going
0: to say because there's a ten percent that obviously it doesn't taste good to you, but that yes, very specifically, it's meant to taste like soap. Yeah, it? it's yeah. horrible. It's disgusting. Yeah, and that's and I I tested it because I'm not I I can deal with it, but it doesn't taste like soap to me. I'm just like, mm, it's, all, it's it's all right, but for you, it w- would just ruin a mm-hmm. whole meal. Yeah, where are you? Yeah, where are you fooling, Eric? Are you uh, soapy or you're happy with your cilantro? I'll
2: throw it on there, baby. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he
0: loves it. It annoys me. <sighs>
1: yeah. Well, I told yeah. Eric once that I used to have a. I used to have a, a folder in my phone specific for um, cilantro-hating memes. Oh, God. I love this. I love this. Story. <laughs> There's about a 100 different memes about cilantro in this specific folder. And uh, – someone saw it once and thought i was a bit weird and i got really embarrassed by it so i deleted you deleted it. It. I oh, kept I... a couple of my favorite ones <laughs> that's how passionate i am you know <laughs> cilantro
0: sh- they cilantro shamed you that's not no yeah one. but yeah i had like just something simple as well if you're at a subway or something um and this is the onion thing for me like go i keep it simple for him here yeah, what salad would you like and i just say yeah can i get everything except red onion please um and every time that hand goes into the red onion and i'm oh. uh, because it's this muscle memory that they're going okay everything and i'm so picky with it i have to say i'm really sorry is it okay to change your glove oh and, and yeah. god and, you and would look like the biggest such, wanker i know such a twat oh and then i get attitude for the rest of it it's like sauce and i'm just, like, just slapping your yeah, sandwich together don't even ask if i want salt and pepper <laughs> uh, but yeah be because I, I rarely get the sandwiches there now i just get the full-on salad so it's just like you know the bowl of salad and then you just got some tuna or something added to it or whatever okay. um, but yeah that that onion and i had some uh, a few mates when i was in the school days and my voice pretty easy too uh, you know replicate so just put on the, the the faux deep voice so i was saying my salads one by one like yeah can i get lettuce and they just went onion and uh, <laughs> and then the hand went in there the damage was done covering the sub and i had to ask them to start again so this is the kind of mm-hmm. i am just a, a douche when it comes to that yeah it's it's a tough oh, thing man. to be allergic to yes pathetic first world uh, onion problems
2: yeah eric i also just wanted to say i yeah. think that uh if Mikey starts using too bad of language on the podcast from now on, we should uh, wash his mouth out with cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah, uh, just
0: imagine a in that. A bar image, of just, cilantro. Yeah, just shoving in a bar of cilantro. Yeah, just, uh, just a
2: big sprig of cilantro. just
1: I've been pretty good lately, cilantro. haven't I?
0: You've cleaned up your act? Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, I haven't had any complaints, which is good. I'm trying to talk now as if, like, my parents are listening. I know they're not because they still have no fucking idea. Oops! Oh, there <laughs> he is. Can't even hold it. In. They n- have no idea
0: what a podcast is. <laughs> You've got to earn the e next to the the podcast when you. Yeah, yeah exactly. This, this
1: I don't. S- I don't say the c word anymore, so we're we're all good. No. It's just like the no, cilantro. It's it's just, just like just the cilantro I folder. Mean,
0: this
2: podcast has cleaned up its act. We went from talking about like bowel movements, <laughs> and now we're just talking about our vegetable
1: preferences. Remember that? Yeah, we, re- we went through a
0: real poo phase, didn't yeah, we? Where we t- couldn't stop talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> not trodden any shit for a while. Actually, uh, yeah. <laughs> like
1: fucking, piss and shit. And... Oh
0: dear! Yeah, we've really cleaned no. up as we've matured as uh, as our taste buds have throughout the years. Yeah, but yeah, what's uh, so we're thinking? Were we thinking about chatting about a new Mount Rushmore here, guys? Yeah. Well, um,
2: we were uh, we were going to uh, rank the Vancouver neighborhoods.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and I didn't actually know this. And in, in my job, I probably should. There's hmm. twenty three separate
0: neighbourhoods just in Vancouver. Yeah, if you look at Vancouver, yes, Vancouver is an aerial map there. You can see it's sliced into those different uh, districts, different neighbourhoods. So this is, once again, our Mount Rushmore is very
1: Vancouver-specific, so apologies for those of you who are listening Um Outside of Vancouver, you'll probably have no fucking idea what we're talking about.
0: For those listening, Google yeah. Google Vancouver neighborhoods, go to images, you'll get up the nice uh, mm. cut uh, up my, my And we're, we're
1: looking at them, we're looking at them now.
2: Um, we'll put it on our social media as well.
1: Oh so. yeah, that's that's a good one. So but, uh, interactive. For
2: those of you who have never been to Vancouver, you can also use this Mount Rushmore perhaps as a guide as to which neighborhoods are good and for sure. which ones to avoid.
1: I, yeah. I guess it, I mean this is basically a little review isn't it, it Yeah, of all, of all the neighbourhoods,
0: yeah. the good, the bad, the ugly. It's all come to a head. And it, for those that uh, maybe we're not mentioning in your neighbourhood, if you're listening out there and you've got some some things to throw at us, give us an email, and if we miss out your neighbourhood, we do apologise.
1: Yeah, definitely. If you're listening at this stage, go onto our Instagram right now. Mm-hmm. You'll see the map, and you can follow along as we talk about it. Yes. Isn't that good? That's yeah, really it's good. An interactive show. So, um, yeah. Eric, firstly, where are we all from? Eric? Okay, I live in the Mount Pleasant neighborhood. What would you say Mount Pleasant is best known for? Or, like, how's it perceived? Well,
2: we talk about dietary restrictions. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it is well known for its array of uh, plant-based restaurants these days. Um, It's uh, where Vancouver City Hall was originally located. It is... um, an area known for a lot of public art, very kind of artistic, and uh, new and slowly growing tech industry as well.
1: hmm um, lot going on. Hipsters? Would you say hipsters? Mm-hmm. That's the I, word. I, that I, you said it, not me. <laughs> Tr- <laughs> um That's It's a quite French a young neighborhood, isn't it? Yeah. A young, trendy neighborhood. A young neighborhood. Now... <laughs> We go to uh, James, your neighbourhood. <laughs> yeah,
0: the other side of the coin. Uh, I This in, suits James Purdy. <laughs> well, I'm in Arbutus Ridge, but you could really say Kerisdale. Kind my, of on the boundary, aren't you? Yeah, right on the cusp. And yeah, Kerisdale, not known for its trendy hipster vibe it's known for nope. yeah no nah, a little bit a little bit of uh, yes well uh, me and Laura were walking through the other day for example and we were just talking about it being known for being quite a, an older demographic so I was saying like look around what do you think the average age is and it was a sea of gray hair it was some very <laughs> very slow walking um we were the youngest people and that's saying something when you know me um so uh, <laughs> yes. uh but yeah it was and and having lived on commercial drive which we'll get to uh before coming over over here you know i moved here what five years ago it was definitely a bit of a there's no pubs in kerrisdale
1: no aesthetically it's a very beautiful little place it's like its, its own little town yeah like it's, it's really
0: small town feel it's definitely known for yeah the older community definitely the thrifts as you know me uh, and uh, yeah l- l- just a nice little sleepy town vibe over there
1: have you eaten at um shout outs um <laughs> at where Ginia
0: yeah ginia one Jinya. of our favorite oh, go to isn't it erica yeah. may love
1: a good junior as oh, yeah, well ramen if yeah. anybody oh, likes great. ramen you got to get to ginia lots yeah, of locations yeah and oh, I, I
0: do get the vegetable ramen actually it's oh, good and you can add in God. extra extra oh, broccoli and whatnot so good. uh yeah it's it's a lovely yeah. place and it's uh on lots of main bus routes and it's yeah a very historic neighborhood and very different if you're used to yeah yeah you're kind of Kitsilano's, your mount pleasants of the world it's a bit of a and kerry's dale as well as the original that's where the name comes from it's a uh, Visitor. Uh, last Who's name. Kerry? Yeah, the last name Carrie. That's all I know. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, yeah. Then, and then brings us to Mikey.
1: Yeah, listen, I'm really disappointed with the name of my neighborhood, which I didn't even know and, until we brought no. this map up. This, it's fucking ridiculous, the name of my neighborhood. My neighborhood is young. So it's vibrant. If anybody were to ask you, hit. what would you say? If anybody asked me, i say I live on the drive. Yep. or I say commercial drive everyone knows and i might also say it's also known as little italy but it's mm-hmm. it's not known as that that much these days but usually the drive or commercial drive officially it's called kensington cedar cottage <laughs> yeah the most i mean that suits james way more <laughs> i
0: know and if you hear it with this accent uh, i'm from kensington
1: cedar cottage it does sound like a little village in in the uk yeah, doesn't it it's more like the dale so village. embarrassing but anyway, that's that's where I'm from. So we're going to do our Mount Rushmore the top 4. I don't know what category we're using, how we're going to be scoring these. Are we going to do four between us or four each?
0: Well, we're just I think at, we'll glance at we're just have a little overview and see what ones jump out at us, like maybe it's uh, just something we all visit frequently or, you know, maybe we've got to bring yes. in historical factors or yeah, what do you reckon, Eric?
2: Yeah, I, I think we can kind of just go around in the circle and make our argument for each one and, like, why why we think it uh, why we think it belongs.
1: Are we allowed to veto? Um, <laughs> yes,
2: yes, you Excellent. can veto yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah, and this and is where I mean, those... I like,
2: there's four pretty iconic neighbourhoods in Vancouver of this list of 23 I think could all be jumped. I think, personally, at least at least one of them kind of trumps, like, what you'd think of as the four classic Vancouver neighbourhoods.
1: Okay, I think I know what you're going to say. Go on. Yeah.
2: Okay, so uh, the West End, downtown,
1: Kitsilano, and Mount Pleasant. Yes. I knew you were going to say West End first. Um, yeah, yeah, West End has to be on there. I want to veto Kitsilano. I have a weird hate for Kitsilano. Yeah. Everybody thinks they're so I good do down there. Yeah, that's Fuck an easy,
0: easy veto then. Bye-bye. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, nah, sorry to it's anyone. It's a pretty historic okay. neighbourhood. Yeah, and uh, it's not it's not bad per se. It's just...
1: Just yeah. a personal hate okay. of mine. Yeah.
0: And it's close enough. It's uh, yeah, we get down there every now and then. But.
2: Too many demons in Kitsilano.
0: <laughs> I think for
1: almost iconicness, downtown East Side has to be in there. That's been iconic Absolutely. for for the last sixty yeah, years.
0: It has yes, it's, we're all
1: fond of yeah, the dive bars yeah, down there.
2: We're getting we're getting too ahead of ourselves, though. Um, we should. Uh, so, James, why don't you start us off on your first nomination?
0: Well, I'd say when we're looking at our map here, I can't leave out. The university endowment lands, like out of, out out of the uni. I know it's a wow. it's a controversial one because we've that got so many others to choose from. Because I knew you guys might not touch on that one straight away. Um, so yeah, you guys have been out there. We talked about our Mount Rushmore formally with the Museum of Anthropology, Eric. <coughs> and so that's just one of the many things that I think the endowment lands has got to the offer. only nudie beach in the city. that's, yeah. that's a big tick it's included. Yeah. One of uh, Mikey's favorite beach. Yeah, Wreck Beach down there. And the Pacific Spirit Regional Park as well is, I mean, that's why it's getting my vote, uh, just because those that forest is seven minutes from here and it is just stunning in there. It's I mean, I'm not going to leave out that there's been a couple of murders in there. So
1: I've heard it's a bit of a favourite spot for murderers to, yeah. to bury their bodies. Late night joggers. Um,
0: uh, so Laura doesn't jog through there overnight. Um, God,
1: you know, once I walked, I was at a party at, at UBC, kind of gay crashed a, a frat. Party, um, And at three o'clock in the morning I decided to walk home to Shaughnessy and I was walking along 16th or one of the roads yeah, that goes 16th. past Pacific Spirit Park and holy shit it was so scary I ran did I've you, never ran so far or so fast in my life.
0: And at the time, you were aware of the bodies
1: potentially buried. I was very aware. Yeah, I was also very intoxicated, so I didn't care as much. But it was still frightening as hell.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of tree stumps that are just the right human height as well. So like the ones oh. that are like burned out and just standing site. Su- yeah, it's
1: someone just standing it's there.
0: Scary. Holy um, shit! Oh my god. Yes. So yeah, maybe uh, yeah. This this is my pick. Uh, so we obviously straight onto the dead bodies. Uh, but but I I, uh, I do think it's a beautiful place. It's under under. Rated in terms of an actual whole neighborhood over there so you've got you know stadiums you've got yeah. hospitals you've got olympic sized swimming pools you've got botanical garden so it's just that little university little there's a university out there as well <laughs> yeah listen everything yeah. but everything but a uni is there um yeah ubc yeah. going strong one of my favorite skate parks when i first got here as well the uh, thunderbird skate park
1: what do you think eric that's a good argument.
2: It is um, a good argument. You know, again, kind of one I sort of brushed over in my head. I was never a UBC student, and That's like what... I said, I've been out there for the for the uh, the Museum of Anthropology, and I've been to the Botanical Gardens there, and I've kind of uh, done some work out there before, but uh, never really.
0: You haven't connected. You
2: no, know, not really, not really like a neighborhood per se. I just think, oh, it's a, it's it's the university.
1: You know, what work have you done at is, UBC? I mean, it's the
2: biggest, I think, of all these neighborhoods on the map.
1: Yeah, just for, for landmass. Yeah, sorry. What? When have you ever worked out at UBC?
2: Just doing what we do for work. Just
1: ah. a little. Oh, okay. <laughs> a little odd, odd yes. yeah. <laughs> okay, past, <laughs> I, I guess I guess past minute straws there. I used to actually be a gardener. I used to garden at UBC. Oh, you got to so, to it as well. Um, yeah, I fucking hated it, though. It was the worst. It was so boring.
0: Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. I guess my bias does come from half of that when we're looking at our map here. Half of it is Pacific Spirit Park, which is just mm-hmm. when no, I think it's, of. Yeah. So, yeah say dead bodies aside uh one of the one it's of a the big
1: thing to put aside Jimbo <laughs> it,
0: is, it is really uh but yeah that's that's where I kind of learned to uh, do my the mountain biking just the easing it in a little just the uh, there's a few like little trails in there that you can just kind of it's, they don't even qualify as greens but it's just a nice green runs in terms of difficulty um but just a nice little spot to just practical
1: it's a practical, practical neighborhood lots of Practical things to do. Yeah. and just So went, it's, it's a maybe on that yeah, one for me. Because
0: we've got to see what else could yeah. potentially be thrown up there. You well, we've got 23 again. I came in strong with it. It's controversial. It's not my first yeah. go-to as a neighbourhood. I think we're all going to represent our own places as well that we've got arguments for. Um, but uh, I just think we, we need to have a bit of forest in there, but just my opinion. So what's, what's up next? Where are you going, Mikey?
3: <laughs>
1: I struggle with these because I don't... <laughs> um Shaughnessy no yeah <laughs> maybe maybe That's where it all began it's historical and that has a um I don't particularly like the demographic of people that live in Shaughnessy I was gonna
2: say you got you got a chance to live as a member of the one percent for
1: a little while didn't you yeah, for the first two years I was here, I lived in Shaughnessy, which is, I think yeah, one of the yeah, a little, little like, silver spoon. <laughs> <laughs> definitely wasn't a silver spoon, mate. If went, you'd <laughs> if you'd seen that house, I tell you,
0: <laughs> went from being a gardener to having your own personal gardener in Shaunessy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and for for those listeners that aren't familiar, uh, tell us a bit about Shaughnessy. It's old. <laughs> yeah, I think it. I think it kind of started getting established
1: in the kind of eighteen nineties. Um. Huge properties, big properties, bigger than anywhere else in Vancouver, maybe yeah. Dunbar Southlands has a lot of big properties Dunbar, down there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Shaughnessy, regardless of one of the most expensive neighbourhoods in um, in Canada in and Canada. got some beautiful heritage homes like uh, Canuck House, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. other big, beautiful homes out there are absolutely stunning. Do
2: you know... Do you know the fun fact, uh, not not so fun fact, it's not fun at all, Ab- about the Canuck House? Do you know who the previous owner was?
1: Nope. Johnny Canuck. Uh, no. no. Good um, guess. I don't know. The, the KKK. Oh. What? Are you serious? Yeah.
2: Yeah, you can look it up. Um,
1: wow. Or, yeah. I
2: don't know if it was the direct previous owner from the Canucks, but uh,
1: wow. yeah, oh my they, uh, the uh,
2: they, uh, Vancouver branch.
1: Those assholes. Shaughnessy. Owned, uh, Second that. time Eric's brought up the KKK on this <laughs> yeah. podcast. Let's just... Yeah. Um. No, Shaughnessy, I don't want, I, I don't think it should be on there. That's no. just, it's a personal thing for me, a nostalgic thought. But in terms of what there is like to do there, it's fuck all. Yeah. It's yeah. just a neighbourhood with houses. High Croft, yeah, Highcroft. Yeah, Highcroft Manor. You've got uh, Beautiful. Goldiehorn.
0: And Goldiehorn lives there? Uh, Russell and Goldiehorn have a mansion there, yeah. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yes. I knew someone
2: who saw them the other day, walking cool. around Vancouver. Well, just
0: in, cool uh, story. Save, <laughs> in Save on Foods or something. Yeah,
2: <laughs> something um, like that. Do you know the, by, the the bylaw about Shaughnessy when it was first being developed as well?
1: No. Go for it.
2: That the average value of a home developed in Shaughnessy had to be six times the
0: average value of a house in Vancouver.
1: That's such a.
0: And that Dick yeah. bylaw. <laughs> yeah, and that was just then. To keep
1: out the what an arsehole bylaw. Yeah, it just reminds me a bit the of the average uh,
2: price of a home at the time was a thousand dollars. So yeah, so,
1: yeah, it's, yeah it's, and now it's probably like ten mil. I don't yeah. know. Easily, well, that kind,
0: of, yeah, that kind of. Uh, I think they were like three to seven million, like the average price there is for the old properties. But it just reminds me of that kind of horrible snobbery there. It's just a bit like British properties over in North Van as well, like that one. Mm. uh, Apart from you need your UK passport to get into that one. But that's just very segregational. We're better than everyone else. We're going to be up looking over the city of Vancouver because they sit up on their little... Little tower there, don't they? Mm-hmm.
1: Beautiful, um, beautiful hedges in Shaughnessy as well. If anybody's a fan of a hedge, <laughs> head to Shaughnessy. <laughs>
0: Top hedges in Vancouver, or if you want to check
1: out a good hedging Instagram page, head to the Pledge to Hedge. <laughs> I'm trying that's to start that yeah. up again, nice guys. Um, that's my um, hedging Instagram. Hedge okay, best. so I'm gonna go. You mentioned it before, Eric. I think it's a pretty obvious one that almost has to be. I think on there, it's the West End for yeah, me. That was gonna be.
2: That was gonna be the one. I mean, um once in a while you'll get asked, you know, what, what neighbourhood, like, captures the flavour of Vancouver the best. So I
1: think the West End is the answer. I think so as well. I think it's it's, it's honestly got anything. If you're out for a good time socialising, yep. there's a beach there. It backs right onto Stanley Park. Um, you got yeah. Davie Street. um Denver. You know, for, for bars and drinking and yahooing. You've got Denman Street yeah. with all your restaurants. You've got Robson Street for your shopping. Yeah, It's honestly got pretty much um, everything that you I need think, there. I think it
2: ticks every single Vancouver box in a way that none of the other neighborhoods do in the most, like, kind of concise and compact way possible.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, really easy to get around. Like, it is big. Oh, there's some beautiful houses in the middle, yeah. like, yeah, in the middle load, of the West yeah. End.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. Beautiful houses in there as well. Yeah, if you it had an our
3: original neighborhood,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. is where it all began, and that, that's the thing as well. Coming in, and if you had an afternoon in Vancouver and someone was like, Hey, how am I gonna get a nice taste of the city? send them over to the West End, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, locked yeah. in, Eric. You're up, okay.
2: Well, the West End was gonna be, I think, the West End. I mean, that's that's an automatic on there. Um, another neighborhood, I mean, we talked about me living in. Mount Pleasant, but He's that's not actually it. the one I'm going to mention. It's uh, go. it's going to be Hastings Sunrise.
1: Hastings Sunrise, <laughs> yeah. okay, okay. I what tickles the
2: Hastings Sunrise neighborhood? What um, tickles I think your fancy? That the Nanaimo Street and Hastings intersection mm-hmm. has some amazing things to offer. I mean, I know that's one intersection of a much greater area, but you get a lot of East Van in the Hastings Sunrise area, so a lot of the the kind of punk rock edgier kind of side of Vancouver that you hear a lot about yep. is reflected in Hastings Sunrise. Uh you got the tail end of commercial drive, the north end of commercial drive through there. And then you have the P and E of course. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about the P and E in Playland before. So uh you know, great big live music venue and things like that. Um Hastings Sunrise though. I want to talk about that Hastings and the NIMO intersection again. Yeah. Because uh it has um some awesome restaurants all around there. It has grocery stores. It has a record store. It has a weed dispensary. It has uh, just about everything you need. And um, it's got an awesome punk rock hot dog place. What's up, hot dogs? And um,
0: well, I was think that Hastings
2: out. Sunrise, it's a very good residential area. Um, I think it's very livable compared to uh, affordable affordability wise compared to a lot of the other Vancouver neighborhoods it's a little bit further out
0: there yeah it's my first neighborhood so definitely when I came in very affordable and that uh, intersection you're mentioning there as well Eric I've talked about skate parks the Hastings skate park is a um, it's got some real history in the sense of the, the skate movement so it's yeah for me that's another little Ja-
1: James could do a Mount Rushmore just on <laughs> Vancouver skate parks. Yeah, well
0: that was that was my, that was yeah. my my jam when I arrived here. But uh, I've actually yeah. just
1: gone on to Google Street View of that intersection you're talking about because I couldn't really place it. Yeah. You know what? I can't really talk because I never I never go out to that area
0: honestly. No, it's, and, and it's it is pretty close to don't... where I live,
1: but I never go out there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, the PNE, and yeah. you get down there every now and then. Uh, yeah. Yep, yeah, got Fright Nights coming up. Yep. BFS. <laughs> not not
1: Bfst, too accessible Bfst, by transit, though. No, that's uh, that's
2: it's, one criticism I really There's no need no sure. well, to train seven, lines out there.
0: No, the train's not, not going, but that, I think that was one of the potential new lines, uh, like the new stops that they were gonna add in somewhere down the line. Yeah. But uh yeah, it, well and the buses are right out there. The number seven was my go to, came right along the Naimo. And yeah, uh, yeah you got your usual mix of Hastings, uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm with you there, Eric. I think that's a, a solid one. But Mikey haven't got many, not uh, yeah. any connections to it. Not, not particularly. It's, no, it's not,
2: it's not quintessential, but it's uh, it's it's pretty good. I like it there.
0: Yeah, well, if these aren't like, say, yeah, like University Hastings, summarize. If these aren't uh, much Rushmore worthy, they're definitely honorable mentions. Mm -hmm. and
1: let's make it a rule as well maybe we should have said this from the start i think it's like let's say we can't say our own neighborhood as well okay do you
0: think yeah well unless we lived in the west end we'd all be fucked yeah so we would not have been able to say that but i would definitely choose like commercial drive
1: but you know Mm -hmm. i'm coming from a buyer standpoint and yeah although i'd probably choose mount pleasant you mean
2: that it's kensington cedar cottage Yes, (laughs)
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, I do, Eric. No, I, I, I got a little,
2: I got a little confused about
1: what you said there. Okay, well, thanks for clearing that up. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um,
1: I mean, what do I we mean, have to put in downtown? I was going
0: to say, are we just going to leave downtown because it's again another obvious one? It's yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. I mean, we're, we're
2: downtown kinda, Vancouver is downtown Vancouver. It's
1: pretty iconic. It's a good point, Eric. Downtown is downtown. <laughs> yeah, you make a solid point. <laughs> um, but uh, and it's got little, lots of little areas within it and I feel like you just can't leave it off the, the Mount Rushmore.
3: Yeah. What yeah, is
2: that? We, we haven't talked too much. I mean, downtown, yeah, it is kind of subdivided, isn't it, between, you know, Gastown and Town, and by the stadiums, and then people will call the West End part of
0: downtown, but it's kind of its own thing.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, is it going on then? Yeah,
0: I think it... Downtown... <laughs> Yeah. James isn't
1: convinced. Uh, I can see the look in his face, Eric. Well, he's not convinced.
0: Uh, no, it, the, the, the 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 face is looking all right here. It's uh, downtown, I think. I think it would make it. It's it's, it's cuz we can't I just think that's that's an un-veto. Uh, we can't actually veto downtown seeing as it's, you know. No, I don't know. you can't. You got to
2: have downtown.
0: It's the essence. I mean, yeah, West End has got the like amazing accessibility, all the li- the reasons we listed there, but downtown is the essence of Vancouver. It's the city, isn't it? So we got to yeah, you know it's it has to be on
1: there. Eric, would you choose Mount Pleasant over Hastings Sunrise?
2: I'm not allowed to go for my own neighborhood.
1: Yeah, I know, Can't but just it. theoretically.
0: Yeah, of course. Well, well, we can choose each other's neighborhoods, right? Because I think you know I, Kensington Cedar Cottage. Yeah. It's uh, that that one definitely with Trout Lake and everything. Like you guys have got. Beautiful spot and Mount Pleasant. So I, I would honestly, it's both tough, of yours, but then you tough. guys, I got a feeling that uh, Arbutus Ridge would sit on the. <laughs> don't know if discarded. Arbutus Ridge should <laughs> be
1: in there for mine. Oh, um, don't fancy retirement home no, uh, early. Really not no. at this age. No. Maybe a bit down the track.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: So we've definitely got the West End. We've definitely got downtown. Do we definitely have UBC? I'm happy to put UBC in there. Just to yeah. green it up a little, or well, the university endowment will green it up. Yeah. Okay. Now,
2: controversial. I know we said the West End is untouchable, but could downtown potentially take out or the West End off.
1: No. Well, could, no, yeah. no. 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 Come on. I think.
2: Or like a joint, a joint uh, spot.
1: I think West downtown End and the
2: West End—they're all the same peninsula.
1: Call it the downtown peninsula. <laughs> A shared, a shared spot. Just cheating. Okay, well, well, let's combine Hastings Sunrise and Kensington Cedar Cottage then as well while we're at it. Merge them, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, we could, we could merge it. I don't know. I'm not convinced with this
0: Hastings Sunrise in my opinion.
1: Okay. All right. No, that's fair.
2: It's
0: another. Fair. Yeah, it's another one that I, I'm with you just because of the bias again. First neighbourhood is always going to be special. And, I'd uh, rather put in Mount Pleasant. I think Mount Pleasant does earn the place i don't know because uh, i know mikey uh, and eric um being a little biased but for a good reason it's, it, yeah. it's a great spot i mean main street just even main would i think do, do you say when someone asks where you're from eric do you say like oh i'm in the main area or you uh or you're like oh mount pleasant like what, what do you go with
2: well, the conversation, like, what neighbor or where do you live in the city? I'd say, oh, I live in Mount Pleasant. Okay. Just off Main Street. Like, like if, if it's going to get really specific, but usually Mount Pleasant is what
0: I say first. Yeah, I usually don't say Arbutus Ridge because not many people have heard of it. Mm. Like, I'm with you there, mate. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. ridge. I've
1: never said Kensington Cedar Cottage. But I will, <laughs> yeah. I will now. Now you're going to go with I kind of want you to. I will now. I definitely will. Every I'll, time. I'll the be whole... dropping it or something. I'm going to get merchandise made up shirts that say Kensington Cedar Cottage. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna just. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I'm from the ridge. Yeah. I'm gonna
1: try nice. and. I'm gonna try and use you know the East Van Cross symbol. Yeah. I'm gonna use the cross, but I'm gonna somehow squeeze in like Kensington, yeah, Kensington going down, yes. and then Cedar Cottage going across. Yeah.
0: Cedar Cottage. <laughs> you can use the back of your shirt to your advantage as well. If you can't yeah. quite squeeze it in, yeah. or just KCC. Uh, well, James, if you, if, yeah. James, if you told
2: people you were from the Ridge, people would think you lived in Maple
0: Ridge. It's true, actually. Yeah. yeah, you don't
1: want to make that Cannot. mistake. No, <laughs> now? no offense to sorry, Maple's anybody.
0: There yeah, there. No. Well, and I, to be honest, I usually say Kerrisdale because that's that's the closest. I mean, it's I live on West Thirty Third, Kerrisdale's at Forty First, so it's less than ten blocks away, and it's just it's where we wander down to and where we spend. There. But they they're really. There isn't much there. I mean, say having come from commercial or the Hastings Sunrise area, coming over here, it's just so quiet, mm. and it's just and it's and that's that's really one of the plus points. I think if you want to come to a nice quiet, you know, it is like the harvest festivals and the very family friendly vibe. Um, you know, get a nice steep tea while you're at it. Ste- <laughs> you
1: got a good disc golf course, called Chenna. Nice little course down there.
0: and a skate park again. Uh, But yeah, getting a bit skate park heavy. But yeah, the disc disc golf, there is still stuff to do around here, um, but then we're getting into Arbutus Ridge territory when you're down at the disc golf.
1: Did you hear um, at Quilchenna Park there was a huge feud between the disc golf players and the dog walkers?
0: (laughs) No, I'm just imagining that though. Because
1: the dog walkers hated the fact that they were just frisbees getting flown around. And then the dogs and the people walking would get in the way of the disc golf players. And it was becoming quite, um, heated, and one evening a uh, dog walker took an angle grinder to <laughs> some of the disc golf cages and Jesus. actually cut them down. It's dog-eat-dog out there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry,
0: guys. Um, but was there any link between this and the C- Sea-to-Sky <laughs> C- C- Gondola?
1: Not that we know of, but you know what? I think we've just made the link right now. <laughs> as soon as you said angle grinder. Yeah, come <laughs> pick these up. RCMP, you if you're think, listening you to think these.
2: Think the dogs would like all the discs.
1: Uh, yeah, that's annoying as well because a little dint in your disc, it's going to make it fly a bit different, you see, Eric. <laughs> so there's <laughs> there been a nervous. couple of times when, you know, a dog's grabbed my disc and, you know, the owner's just laughing around. I'm like, that was a fucking $30 disc that you just ruined. Yeah. yeah you know? Good one, mate. Just going to... um. You know, you've got to make sure it's it's flying through the air nice and smooth. So.
0: And for those that don't know, Mikey, a very keen disc golfer, it could be the Mount Rushmore of disc golf courses coming very yeah. soon.
1: Yeah, I mean, later this afternoon, I'm planning to go home, sit on the couch and just watch disc golf all afternoon. <laughs> disc it's golf champ. Okay. Uh, that's actually true. Um, Okay, we've got to wrap this this thing up because yeah. we're... We're taking forever on this. Okay. So we definitely got the UBC. We definitely got West End. We definitely got downtown. Oh. If you guys want to go Hastings Sunrise, I'm
0: happy to put it in as our fourth. Does it, can... Oh, man. No, Hastings Sunrise doesn't and is, need to be in there. No, is there anything else we're glaringly missing when we look at this map? Is there anything else? I mean, downtown east side we mentioned earlier as well. Like, I think we were all pretty... Classic con-
3: neighbourhood.
0: Yeah, and I think that we're quite content on that, right? So West End, downtown, downtown east side. I think UBC. Renfrew
1: Collingwood's hard. Hard hard not to get a look in? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Killarney
1: just missing out. I haven't even heard of some of these places, honestly.
0: is like, you know, No, I, I was going to
2: say, I, I was almost going to say, do we build an anti-Mount Rushmore after
0: this? <laughs> yeah, just a slightly that's, crumbling, that's a good one. Crumbling Mount Rushmore. But Renfrew, Collingwood, that was yeah. Laura's first neighbourhood. And, yeah, it's a similar thing. Not much going on over there. It's kind of the Kingsway. Um, some good bits up Kingsway. Again, the restaurants getting a little shout out there. Um, but it is a bit... Yeah. Yeah, you're you're right on the border. You're getting into Burnaby territory again there, and then we're not in our Mount Rushmore with that. But yeah. Eric knows all about Burnaby. So, so
2: West End, downtown, UBC. What's what's the last spot gonna go to? Mm. Well, what about, we want downtown east side in there.
0: What do you guys think of you uh, what you think in South Canby over there? Nah, no, 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 Just nah, not even getting another list. Nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, no. Got nah, Vidge's nah, nah. Restaurant there? No. Nah. Nah,
1: Fairview, yeah. no. It's got the hospital, but that's it. Yeah. Nah.
0: Oak Ridge has got the mall. Yeah, it's like there's, the, there's a lot Park. of one-hit wonders. Riley Park. Mm-hmm. Right. Have you guys ever heard that's, of that? Well, QE Park there, I've. that's really the only. Good disc golf course. <laughs> there you go. Mind
1: those yeah. dogs. Okay, so as the fourth, I think our options are downtown Eastside, Mount Pleasant and Kensington Cedar Cottage for the for the fourth
0: spot. Yeah, that's that sounds what Yeah. Yeah, it's which um
2: which of between Grandview Woodland and Kensington Cedar Cottage do you think encompasses more of commercial traffic?
0: Oh yeah, that's a good point actually. To know cuz yeah, cuz Kensington goes down quite south there, doesn't it? So Cuz I'm just looking where I
1: live which is right near Trout Lake. It's probably Grandview Woodland, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's where the is
2: what
3: we think of as the drive.
1: You know, that's gra- where the commercial. You know what, Granville Grandview Woodland has all them, um, all them breweries like in Railtown and stuff. You know, oh, it yeah, does, as yeah. well. So that could be that's a
2: good one. And then just Commercial Drive, I mean, iconic. That's where the Little Italy
1: part would really be. Yeah, so
0: and
2: that's the, where a lot of amazing restaurants
0: are. All the breweries, like mm, you mentioned, yeah. Yeah, well that would first have crossed through that. That's
2: where a lot of the ship the shipyards and stuff are there.
0: Yeah, Grandview
1: Grand Woodland. Sh- I think it's Crab out of Park. Grandview Woodland or Mount Pleasant.
0: Yeah, Crab Park down there as well. Um, Grandview Woodland. I mean, my bias boat goes to Mount Pleasant. Of course. Yeah, I but do like Mount Pleasant. I like it over there as well. Like I, I like
1: Mount Pleasant more than Eric likes Commercial Drive. I feel like we would go what? towards Mount that's, Pleasant. That's not true. <laughs> the first Drive
0: was my
2: first love of Vancouver. <laughs> I would still potentially like vote Grandview Woodland because well, I love the drive so much. Yeah,
0: if you picture the drive and you picture Maine, there's definitely parallels between. They're very similar. you got your boutique stores, you've got your breweries, you got that. So both have got a lot to offer. But the drive, again, my bias is creeping in there as well. I did did love it over there. Miss it
1: it's got the tri- train station sky train
0: yeah Grandview lanes the bowling yeah. one hell of a bowling tournament there oh
1: yeah <laughs> i don't i don't think we i don't know if we're going to be able to come up with a solution here i think we've we gave ourselves too hard of a task
0: yeah we well- do both and cut out the university oh Yeah, you know. You can well, give, you well, can James give just put a, a hole in the wall. Yeah, you can give it the axe and uh, break my heart along with it. uh But yeah, I, I no, I know. No, no. I, I, no, I think seeing as I, I came out the gates quite strong with that one, and I could see the look on Mikey's face. I could hear the groaning. No, it um, was
1: just a surprise, mate. I know, I'm just a surprise. I know it's because
0: I was trying to like play with convention a little because I was thinking. <laughs> and it again, I've got. It's funny how they're both on opposite ends of the city, but I've got just as much love for both of them. Actually, so yeah, UBC and and the Grandview Woodland uh, areas. I'd say because you guys have probably had more experiences gardening aside and, uh, and Eric, <laughs> Eric, Eric's, Eric's odd jobs um, and Rec Beach, I know uh, that's one of Mikey's faves. Uh, I think, yeah, we, we, I'm happy with sticking with the commercial side of things.
2: I kind of like keeping UBC in there, though. Like, I was kind I, I don't know, I, I would rather cut out either downtown or the West
0: End. I'd rather cut out downtown. Yeah, because I think UBC is another one yeah. you'd be proud of. If someone's like saying, hey, I've got two days in Vancouver, I think UBC's worth a mention. I think even just for the museums over there, just the, the natural setting, and of course there is a uni there, oh, somewhere, yeah. somewhere hidden in there. But Okay, guys. Yeah. What
1: about UBC, yeah. the West End, Grandview Woodland, Mount Pleasant? Solid. I'm happy with that. Yeah, all right. Done. Wrapped up. Done that only took about 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we apologies to anyone from the Sunset uh, area. We didn't even give you a look in.
1: Yeah, apologies. I mean, yeah. we we talked a lot of shit about a lot of neighbourhoods, so apologies to everybody. And most mostly apologies to people who have no idea what the fuck we just talked about for the last 30 minutes. No. Well, you've, uh, yeah, we'll give we'll you a post time. to a stop. map
3: on social media so you can play along at home.
1: And yeah. there's another map. James, did you have another map that showed, like, what each neighbourhood is best
0: known for? or something no it's just uh, it's kind of an artist's rendition like a bit kind of a quirky map it's not quite as uh, nicely set out it's just got kind of all the okay. large fonts kind of squeezed into uh, Vancouver but I, I we'll probably post that as well because I, I think was, we're going to post quite, a few of them it's quite like a, a nice way to see it all just uh, yeah we'll post creative. a few of them
1: you can play along at home and you'll get a good vibe of the city hopefully yeah Um, yeah. but uh, should what do you think should we wrap this up how are we going
0: yeah, well, I'm happy to wrap, and but just see what what Eric, have yep. you got what have you got planned for tomorrow? Where where are you going to be?
2: Oh, I think I'm thinking about uh, doing some surfing tomorrow. There's a beautiful surf beach. Here no, in you, are you?
0: You picturing it?
1: Your little speedos yeah, on? Um,
2: get my little speedo on. Um, put my wetsuit on over the speedo. Okay. And then, uh, is it
1: is it cold? You, in, ne- uh, you you need a wetsuit this time of year, hey?
2: I've been seeing everybody wearing wetsuits and uh, put my feet in the ocean, and it is kind of cold.
0: Had a little paddle. Okay. Yeah. That well, sounds an action-packed day. How's the yeah. surf? How's no, the surf? It should, it should be good. What's yeah. up? How's the surf? Is it looking pretty good? Like, pretty, catch a good wave?
2: The last two days I've been here, it's it's been great. Uh, there's been probably 100 people out surfing in the afternoons.
1: Well, um, so. look out for the, the president of Spain <laughs> yeah. out in the waves. Yes. I know the, I the leader of countries do like to get out surfing, apparently. Oh, my yeah. gosh,
0: yeah. Yeah, just before we go as well, I had a weird thing happen. Uh, we're talking about the climate change march uh, last episode, I believe, and uh, there was another one on the Barra Bridge last week, and we were on the bridge next to that, the Granville Street Bridge, looking over at uh, at the Barra Bridge there. Drive? Nope. Were, you, were you driving? Driving, yeah. So it was, it was a work day. So, uh, yeah, doing my thing and coming along the Granville Bridge and looked over and, yeah, not, not the biggest turnout. It wasn't the same, similar to the, the Canby turnout, the 100,000 people or anything. It was – what was going on there, Mike? You, you said that it had been shut down or something.
1: The Barad one?
0: Yeah, you said that there was some uh, I heard a people lot of, getting arrested
1: or something. Yeah, it was for climate change and a lot of people refused to move off the road and a lot of them got arrested. It wasn't as peaceful as the Canby one. Like well, it was a bit of a throw-together one, it wasn't like a, a, a well planned one like the Canby.
0: Nah, just a minor nuisance. But yeah, we were on the Granville Bridge and just coming off of it, looking over and seeing what was going on. Uh, and then someone dressed as the Grim Reaper was standing on the <laughs> Granville Bridge, pointing at every car that was coming past. <laughs> and we were just wondering, is that, like, is Halloween coming up? Like, I mean, is, is it like a little social commentary, like saying we're, we're all dead? Like, it was just a very unusual image. We're looking over to this protest and suddenly the Grim Reaper uh, with a shield of skulls and a scythe standing at the side of the road.
1: It, w- it wasn't a... Like a little cutout or a statue was definitely someone
0: dressed up. It was moving. Well, I couldn't see a face, so it was uh, it was like kind of the hood. I mean, they'd they'd gone to town on on the costume, but it was just uh, you know, just not sure if it was linked. Like, is it just? uh, It's
1: it's a funny way to send a message when you're not actually telling people what the message is. Yeah, and you stood there.
0: (laughs) I know, and we just stood but there. But it would
1: have just, been pretty, pretty interesting to see.
0: But I feel like it made more of an impact than the actual thing on the Burrard Bridge because it was, like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't announced days in advance. Just some grim reaper stood. Do you there, think so. he was
1: having a go at like people driving cars, burning fossil fuels?
0: Probably. It was yeah. quite powerful, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, well. Yeah. I'm going to walk that, home now. Yeah, <laughs> where well, you'll be running uh, through the forest <laughs> from back back here through your favourite uh, stomping ground at UBC. Yeah. All right.
2: That's a horrifying thing to see the Grim Reaper while driving over a bridge.
0: It was really That scary. would spook me. I've
2: just been thinking about that. Like, you'd be thinking, like, did I just, like, drive off the edge of this bridge by accident? And, like, yeah. this is what I'm seeing. Well, that's what we like,
0: were thinking. Is like, are you seeing this too? Like, you look like. <laughs> and, and he had gone all out with the skeleton hand, too. It wasn't just, like, a human finger pointing out. He had gone with, like, the, the plastic prop. I think oh, it was yeah. plastic. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just, like uh, yeah. So next time you're on the Granville Bridge, beware the Reaper.
1: Keep an eye out. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Yeah, I think we're all good to go. Hey. Yeah. I gotta go home and relax and look yeah. after my throat. It's a little. It's a little sore. Watch, rest up. Rest watch up. Watch some of that disc golf. Eric, for old times' sake, why don't you um take us out? All right.
2: Well, uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. Um, thanks for uh, calling me while uh, while abroad again. And uh, if you wanna chime in with your own. Mount Rushmore of uh, Vancouver Neighborhoods, please feel free to write us, you know that email address by now, livingabroadcast at gmail.com uh, tune in on the social media, Living Abroadcast on Instagram, Living Abroad Pod on Twitter. I promise I will start tweeting eventually. And uh Breaking other that, uh, for this week, I'm
1: Eric. I'm James, and I'm Mikey. Fantastic. Thanks for listening. See you everyone. Cheers, guys.